Green Acres Garden Podcast is the podcast that will teach budding gardeners like you to grow your green thumb. For whether you're a newbie or a seasoned horticulturalist, you're sure to learn something new. Enjoy our conversations with community gardeners and gurus from Green Acres Nursery and Supply. We'll answer questions you didn't know you had. Hi there. Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. This is the Green Acres Garden Podcast. I'm your friendly neighborhood garden guy, Kevin Chlorophyll Jordan, back in studio with my good buddy, who I think might be part mushroom because I think he's such a fun guy, Austin Blank <laughs> over there on audio. How's it going, Austin? Hey, Kevin. I'm doing great. Uh, I love that. I'll be a fun guy. And um, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. So we have a great little episode for you this week. They let me out of my cage. We got to run free. Went on a little field trip. Uh, it was a great little time. Austin, did you enjoy yourself? Oh, of course. I love when we do field trips. I think it makes some of the best experiences I've had on this show. We get to meet cool people and go to cool places, and I'm always up for it. And this time, we got to go to the legendary E.B. Stone facility, where they make all of their amazing substrates and soils and soil amendments and all that cool stuff. So for those who are new to E.B. Stone, can you give us a rundown? What Who is this company and what do they do? So they've been in business, to my understanding, for well over 100 years, family-owned. Um, they're a staple for independent garden centers out there. So if you've been to some of the smaller nurseries, throughout California on the West Coast. You might get lucky and see some of their products, but you might not. So uh, because they're such a niche uh, niche um, little company that their products are highly sought after. So for us here in our region, we're, we're spoiled. We've had them for, for years. We talk about them almost weekly here. And we talk, especially when we're talking about planting, you know, Sure Start, does that ring a bell there, Austin? Oh yeah. So Sure Start is one of their products. We use it constantly. I use it with plants that were planting, getting started. You can use it with plants that are already going. And it's chock full of nutrition. Uh, it's got mycorrhiza, The mycorrhiza right? fungi in there, yeah. right? And so that's what we love, that, that beneficial uh, relationship between the microbes and your plants. Uh, mycorrhiza is one of those. It's this, this fungus that will attach itself to the root system of your plants to basically amplify your, your roots' abilities to absorb nutrition and moisture way more effectively and efficiently than without it. Um, so they, they're basically, they have a, a you know, whole product line, I suggest. You know, if you're curious, look them up. See what they offer. Uh, for me, like I said, I've used their SureStar a ton, but really right now this summer, um, I, I've relied heavily on their tomato vegetable food. And it's, it's organic. It's, it, it really does a great job in our garden. If you're, if, you're not, if you're curious to see the results, I mean, look at the pictures of some of our harvest from this, uh, this mm-hmm. season. It's been fantastic. It was really cool to go there and actually uh, meet these folks. And I brought some tomatoes with me to share with them from our garden that has been fertilized with their product for years, not knowing I'd ever meet these people or ever get hmm. to visit there. So it was really cool to share that with them. Uh, and guess what? Those tomatoes were massive. They were tasty. Our plants are healthy. We don't have blossom end rot <laughs> in our garden. And so it's basically, it's all about soil nutrition, just like for us. We want to, humans, you want your, your family to be healthy, you know, garbage in, garbage out. What, you know, so you want to put good things in. Uh, having good organic nutrition that, uh, like their products provide, it's it's a staple for us. They've got just so many great products. Even the chicken manure. Remember we talked back yeah. with Jim. He's like chicken manure. You know that's cheap and effective. It's you know composted and uh, they they sell that as well. They sell. Uh, I mean, so the other many big products. one that we bring up a lot is the earthworm castings. Yeah. Oh, they that's... so they sell the earthworm castings yeah. that that and that also gets blended in. 
And a lot of their products will be this wonderful blend of like alfalfa meal, cottonseed meal, bone meal. So many cool Feather things. meals. Yeah. Don't eat them. You know, <laughs> don't, so don't drink the worm tea. That was what was cool about this is because they have these amazing like, it's almost like a recipes to Absolutely. make these soils. And totally we got to agree. go see how that actually happens. They've got quite the facility. So uh, we did some interviewing uh, uh, out there. Jim took us around and showed us everything they have um, in action. So that was really cool. And one of the first things you notice when you drive up to EV Stone is this very large windmill that powers the entire facility. It's very, very cool. Um, and when we were out there, we did video. So please um, click the link to the YouTube video in the description of this episode um, or go to the Green Acres YouTube channel and you'll be able to see how cool this thing really looks. It's really big. And uh, let's jump into Jim showing us around and introducing us to the windmill for the first time. Let's check it out, Kevin. Hey there, garden friends. I got a very big surprise for you. I'm out here with my good friend, Jim, from EB Stone Organics, and we're on location. We went field tripping. Uh, we're out here at a facility here in the heart, heartland of California, and you can see behind me uh, the, the powerhouse of this wonderful place, and you can see this wonderful windmill. Uh, Jim, how you been? How's it going? And good, what are we good, gonna do good. today? Good, yeah, we're gonna give you a little tour of the facility. Uh, yeah, we are wind powered. It is windy here, we're in the Delta. So this is an 80 kW wind turbine. We have another 20 kW that you can't see in this shot. And so that powers the entire facility. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that there's a lot of large electric motors required, compressors and things to operate a facility like this. So we, uh, we, we're totally sufficient. We send what's left over to the grid. So we're proud that we're totally sustainable from electric electricity standpoint. That's so cool. I'm loving the windmills. And, and like you said, you're, you're basically generating more electricity than they even use here at the plant. Yep. Before they used to spend thousands of dollars uh, each and every month. Now a little less than that, I imagine, if not zero when it comes to the power. Yep, yep, And they yep. can put that back into better product, better, uh, better materials, and their employees. So I love it. So I'm like a kid in a candy store today. We're going to go from, uh, I'm actually going to get a little behind the scenes, a uh, little tour of this wonderful facility. So, you know, uh, Willy Wonka, eat your heart out, Micro. You can also eat your heart out because we're going to be doing a, a little bit of fun today. <laughs> what do you think? Should we have, go have some fun? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be a fun tour. All right, let's check it out. All right, so, so Jim, first, before we start here with this wonderful coconut core behind us, how long has EB Stone been around? Oh, 104 years. Okay, so they're, so. they're, they're just getting started. <laughs> it's a fresh, fresh we're, company. We're a California company. We, uh, we're, we're a regional company, and that, that's by design. So we want to service the independent garden centers in California, Washington, and Oregon. So we, we started in Salinas, California, and uh, this 25 acres was purchased some 60-something years ago. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're proud to be a local California company. And that's what's awesome. That's what's great about the partnership between EV Stone Organics and Green Acres, two local companies coming together to, to help out their, you know, their customers. I love it. It's fantastic. So one product that we're, we're looking at, and so what exactly is this wall of goodness behind me? <laughs> this is coconut core. So this is a byproduct of the coconuts. And so we try to source all the materials domestically, but certain things like bat guano, seabird guano, and coconut core, of course, we don't have domestically. So this comes from either Sri Lanka or India and this is compressed coconut fibers. So we, we have a machinery to show you in a few minutes that breaks this up, hydrates it, and makes it ready to use to mix with some of our potting soils. 
So we like it. It's sustainable. It's fibrous. It lasts a little bit longer than peat moss. Okay, Kevin. So we're going to pause the tour for a moment because you want to talk about the coconut core. Now, why why is the coconut core so cool? Well, I'm crazy for coconuts. Okay. And that's because they are a very sustainable material. So in the past, you know, peat moss has been used widely used by gardeners and still is. And it's a you know great material when you're mixing it in with your soil mixes or even using it uh, standalone. It can be really great. But what's nice is with coconut core, you can use it for some of the same practices and purposes, mm -hmm. but it's super sustainable in that there's a ton of it. It's a, a waste product, basically. It's the old coconut husks that are from that, from that industry. So you have all this waste agricultural material mm -hmm. that is now a usable product. It, you know, it gets ground up. It, you can see these nice long filaments and threads that it's uh, ground up into. And so it, it makes this nice soil amendment that you can blend in with other products and substrates for, for a nice potting mix. Uh, and so uh, it's, it's a great material. You, we saw massive stacks of it over there. Yeah. It was really cool to see because I've been given a, a few bricks in my time of coconut core, and it's great because you, you soak them up with some water. A lot of the students uh, get in there with their hands and some tools, and they break it apart. And what's really cool is that brick is compressed over time. You see it expand, and that's what's kind of great is that's what happens for it in the soil is it takes up space. It helps provide a, you know, a little aeration to your soil, mm. let your soil breathe, does provide some organic matter in there. And so uh, it, it can be very helpful, uh, and to see these mountains of it was pretty impressive. Yeah, I, I'm I'm into it just on the fact you're saying it, it was just waste before, and now it's been repurposed in such a great way. So I'm happy that they're using it. I, I of course, have used it for, like, the substrate in a terrarium for, like, a reptile or Ooh. a snake, you know? But it's so cool to see these these uh, giant, you know, much bigger bricks being used in such a good way. So that's that was beautiful. Um, very, very cool stuff happening over there. And the next thing we did was we checked we checked out the product line of the the bagging process, and it it's moving through all these machines. And there was robots involved, uh and it was like Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. You know yeah. that that kid putting his finger in the chocolate river. I started touching the dirt, and then I got sealed into a bag of soil. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Kevin, no, get back! Like, no, I'm just kidding. That didn't happen. All right. No, I, I felt very safe there. There was a lot of uh, moving stuff happening, but um, it was great. Let's go check out some of that activity. All right, so Jim, I gotta admit, I'm a little jealous. Uh, it's been a childhood dream of mine to have my own robot, but you beat me to it. Jim's got two robots. So <laughs> what are these robots and why are they so special? <laughs> well, nobody wants this job. This is stacking the bags on a pallet. So these things work off a GPS satellite signal, made by Fuji, and it's pretty cool when you crack them up in the mornings, they, they fire them up because they, they like search for the signal, they like move around, it's kind of, kind of they creepy. They do the robot? Creepy. It's kind of creepy, okay. yeah. But they do a perfect job every time stacking, and this is, this is kind of the way to go. Yeah, when you're moving 60 pound bags of soil, it's nice to have some help. It's great, the claw knows where to go each time it puts the bag right where it needs to be on top of the pallet. Before we started filming, we were, we were gonna watch it go, and it knew not to put the bag of soil down because there was no pallet ready. Yeah. Pretty cool. So uh, I'm really excited to see this technology help you guys out. Yeah. Better good. products, a little more efficient, right? Good technology. Yeah, yeah, good technology. So how cool is this? So we're at the final end of, of the whole product. We went from beginning the soil mixes to bagging them up, now we're coming down the end of the conveyor belt. What's going on here? Well, this is called a stretch hooder. It's a pretty modern piece of equipment in our industry. So what it does is it forms 
this, this uh, inverted bag basically over the product and it's tight. So it keeps the product together. So it eliminates the stretch wrap film that most people use. But the main thing is it keeps the product dry and secure and clean so we can store it outside without it getting contaminated by moisture or foreign objects. So it's a good innovation in our industry. That's it, on its way to some, some gardeners and some green thumbs. All right, Kevin. So that was the the packaging line and the robots and all this cool machinery. Very impressive, right? Have you seen stuff like that? Dude, the future is now, my friend. <laughs> no, that was so cool. Um, I have seen some factories before, uh, and so to see this one was in action was really impressive. That that machine was just zipping around, grabbing yep. bags, flipping them around, and stacking them perfectly. And it just made my back feel better just looking at it. I was like, oh, that's one job I'm not doing right now. Nice. And yeah, uh, they were great. Full of uh, full of interesting sounds for me. So I was I was in heaven there just hearing all the cool buzzing and whirring and cool stuff happening. Uh, but one of my favorite moments from the whole day, Kevin, I want to jump to this, where you were in, you were like standing in a giant storage bin full of feather meal. Do you remember this? Yeah, I did. Absolutely. <laughs> so there was this section where they had... Giant, they could just called them bins, but they were like the size of large rooms um, that had just mountains of different ingredients. Oh, yeah. And one of them was feather mill, and they talked about how important feather mill was for a lot of their different blends. Um, but it was just really fun to see you, Kevin, in front of that mountain. It, it, it dwarfed you. Yeah, it was huge. Yeah, I think he said it was 13% nitrogen, the feather meal. Wow. And that's the growth nutrient. So that's when you want your plants to get bushy, leafy, and green, that's your nitrogen. And so that's a good one for that. And they actually have many different sources. That's what he said. They'll have sources for nitrogen, phosphorus, potassium, but they'll get it from several different ingredients uh, for certain mixes. And then sometimes you can just buy them just separately. So it's pretty cool. Nice. All right. Well, let's listen to what Jim had to say about the feather meal. All right. So Jim, where'd you take me to now? Because it has a, a strange odor in here. <laughs> okay. This is what we call the meal. And this is where they blend the organic fertilizers. So there's bulk trucks come in here, they're loaded to bins over here behind us, and then they put them in these hoppers. It's computer controlled, and the hoppers drop the correct amount of material to blend together the you know, all-purpose, the citrus, the palm, whatever else, what they're making at the time. So this is where that's done. So you guys are wonderful chefs. This is, I think, a recipe. So for every, every recipe they're gonna make for different types of fertilizers, you have all your, you have your flour, your sugar, you know, you got all your salt. In this case, it's alfalfa meal, you know, feather meal, bat guano, you know, chicken manure, whatever they, whatever they need for the recipes, they can mix it all up with this machine back here. So it's really cool. I wish you guys could see all of this, but guess what? I can't show you everything because it's the secret sauce. We can't share the secret sauce recipe. <laughs> yes, one of the, we think we're the only formulators around. So this is actually formulating for the raw materials, the fertilizers you buy at, uh, from EB Stone. Well, Jim, I want to thank you so much for an amazing tour. I had the time of my life uh, getting to run, run around here and learn from you and see what you guys are working on. Uh, you have some amazing workers here, and uh, the product that you make kind of speaks for itself. And you can see from start to finish what we ended up with. So it all starts with, with an idea, some, some ingredients, some soil, and guess what? You end up with what, some delicious, what's this one, Recipe 420? Yeah, this is our 12-quart uh, new, new smaller size. Right behind me over here is our indoor potting soil. So these little mini pallets are just kept in this area. Of course, it's a slow time of year, but uh, this is this is what you have right here. So, EB Stone's a great company. We appreciate you guys coming out. Couldn't show you everything, but hopefully you got an overall tour and enjoyed it. It's a pretty amazing place, good culture here at EB Stone. So thanks. 
Well, I thank you. I appreciate it so much. You know what? And for the life of your garden, maybe consider going out and get yourself some Evie Stone soil or fertilizer today. All right, Kevin, that was our trip, our big tour down at Evie Stone. What did you think? It was so much fun. I always love going on a little field trip. It was a great little squad out there yeah. to meet. Uh, I went out there a wonderful time meeting wonderful people who love plants and create some pretty cool products, to be fair. Um, I love organic gardening, so it was really uh, interesting to kind of learn a bit more about some of those materials that go into those uh, those products that I enjoy and how I kind of nurture and feed my plants with proper nutrition. It was, that was really interesting and pretty pretty fascinating. So I want to thank them for that. Did you mm-hmm. enjoy yourself there, Austin? I, I certainly did. I Like I said, there's a lot of fun, cool, interesting sounds, new interesting smells, new uh, things. There's um, just a lot of machinery and, like, cool robotics and you know of course i was just blown away and having a good time the whole way through Um, but i do want to focus again on why soil is so important kevin just help me remember um you know i think we talk about it a lot and i like thinking about from the ground up right starting from the soil that's the most important thing i think you attribute a lot of your gardening success to your soil and that's because it's organic and 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 what like t- help me out with that again. Absolutely. So I, I prefer to let the plants do most of the work uh, when I can. A healthy soil, rich soil that's well drained, you know, full of beneficial microbes. You know, uh, was it fungi, bacteria, full of nutrition. Your nitrogen, your phosphorus, potassium. You know, your, your magnesium, uh, your calcium. Of course, all, you know, all these different nutrients go into a healthy plant. And some plants are going to require you know more nutrients than others. And so for really. For me, it comes down to feeding that soil so the soil feeds the plant, having a healthy soil structure that's actually loose enough for you know roots to penetrate through and work their way through to actually absorb water and nutrition and hold themselves in. It's really important. So when I see people struggling uh, on their own with gardening, it usually that's the first place to start with is their soil, then their watering. And if you have healthy soil, it's a great place to start. So for me, I like to go organic because synthetic fertilizers, they're really good. At first, really quick mm-hmm. response, synthetics, chemical-based fertilizers. But over time, they kind of degrade the quality and structure of your soil. So it's, it's not really a great long-term approach for me as a home gardener. For other people in different situations, it might work. But I like to build up that soil so that way I can do less work each and every year where I can just keep, continue to feed that soil, uh, increase its fertility, and that way the soil will then do the work uh, you know, in tandem with your plants. Like I said, let those plants do all the heavy lifting for you. And so if your soil is rich, like I said, well-drained and fertile uh, and well-tended to because you've done, you've done all these things like adding compost, chicken manure, you know, soil amendments, you, you know, over time, um, you know, cover crops. And we'll talk about that again, I'm sure, this fall and uh, winter. But those are all these little steps that go into a healthy soil structure and a healthy garden. And so that's why I really am, um, couldn't be happier about going organic in our own garden at the school and at home because the results just are just phenomenal E.B. Stone, they're, they're, they're on board with that. They have a ton of products um, that really you can use to basically, like I said, increase the fertility of your soil. And if you do that, like I said, success is right around the corner. And so that's why it's so important uh, to really just take care of your soil. The, the, plant, it'll, the soil takes care of your plants, and the plants will take care of you. Okay, Kevin, so quick question. I know we're pushing organics all the time, right? But let's say a customer does want to use synthetics. Is that something that is available in the store? Absolutely. So there's plenty of options for synthetic growing. If, if that's that's your game and you want to do that, 
Come down. You can take a look. Actually, EB Stone has another you know side to their coin called Green All. Mm-hmm. If you notice, that's their, the, the brand of their soil. So the fur mulch, the potting mix, the planting mix, uh, you'll see Green All label on that. They also sell synthetic fertilizers as well. Uh, and they're right next to the uh, the organics. You'll see them you know, stacked side by side. So it's kind of nice to see the comparison. Uh, and they work very well. Uh, I mean, that's what's kind of nice about synthetics. They're a very immediate effect. Mm-hmm. So you just want to use them properly. Just read the instructions. If you are going to go that synthetic route, just make sure that you're using them properly. And that's the best method. Like I said, it, it can be helpful. Just follow those instructions. Got it. Cool. Okay. Thank you. So I would, I honestly wasn't sure um, if if that was available. So that's that's good to hear. And then you did mention the the Green All brand. So that's that's like kind of the other side of EB Stone. And I have used their fur mulch, which has been great. You recommended it for me. It's been great. It's as black as the shirt you're wearing yeah. right now. I love it. Uh, I mean, it smells a little bit that first day you put it in. But that's that's how you know it's good. And that that's, that, that yeah. sweet smell of chicken manure goes away, unfortunately. Right. No, I'm just kidding. No, uh, but it dissipates. But it's so rich. Uh, it's great. I love breaking up the soil with that each and every year. I love it. It's one of the most impressive lists of ingredients on the front of it. It's got a million things. The sea kelp, the bat guano, the chicken manure, all that stuff. It's oh, yeah, really the, cool. The aged fur bark. Uh, there's tons of aged, good, good. Yeah. And that got brought up on the tour. That was really cool that they they cover their mixes and let them sit and age for a while. That's really cool. I wonder what that does to the process. Well, it's so great. And that comes out of the lumber industry, some of that. And it's really, you know, sustainable materials that I, I kind of like their other materials. They're coming there. They were waste products. And now they're getting turned mm-hmm. into garden gold and recycled in a way. And it goes into our gardens. And guess what comes out the other end? Uh, beautiful tomatoes and strawberries and everything else in between all your flowers that we love. You know, I, I love that. It's such a great way to uh, use material. Okay, Kevin, let me ask you this. What are your top three all-time favorite Desert Island EB Stone bags? Okay, so if, if I, I actually came in here with Sure Start in my pockets. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I have always have a bag of Sure Start with me. Uh, I love their fur mulch. Um, it's just it's so rich. It's it, We can use it each and every season, kind of recycling back into the soil, You know, doing a top dressing. Um, and even just their planting mix for us is a go-to because it's so versatile. We use it a lot with the students when we're doing plantings, whether in containers or in the ground. So for me, that Sure Start, the Fur Mulch, the planting mix, those are those are musts. But you know what? I've also been using just their tomato vegetable food one mm. like crazy this year. You've seen the vegetables out in the garden. Oh, yeah. So that that is basically that is compost that we make. That is fur mulch added. That's chicken manure added, and and that's some uh, some good old fashioned uh, nutrition added from that tomato vegetable food that they have, and it's fantastic. And we've been having a bumper crop this year, even with the you know the amazing heat and hot days. Garden's been loving it. It's been working. You said that the the tomatoes are bending some. What was happening again? Something was. So, so I Florida weaved them a little bit, and uh-huh. uh, we have these metal poles. And uh, I I think I didn't either. I think I needed more poles. We need a bigger boat. <laughs> need a bigger pole. Uh, they, we, they they're bending. That the weight of the tomatoes are bending the metal, the steel poles, <laughs> and they're only like a fifteen foot run. So they're heavy. I either need to harvest a little more religiously or I need some more support in there. And I think maybe a little both, uh, to be fair. Yeah, more harvesting and some more support, which is great. I mean, I feel like they're supported. It's been a great year for them. But you learn each and every season. And now in this garden, I go, you know what? We're going to come back next year and be even more effective and efficient with how we support them. 
Beautiful. So take care of your soil, everybody. Go organic and give EB Stone a shot because they've got some amazing products that are available at all Green Acres stores. And we've had a long relationship with them. And Kevin, you've been using their products for years. So you can say without a doubt, it's good stuff, right? Absolutely. And so EB Stone didn't pay me for this episode, <laughs> yeah. but I have been using their products for years. And like it was really cool. To, like I said, to bring product from the garden. I cannot wait to tell this to my students. I'm really excited. We're on summer break right now, and I cannot wait to get back to tell them, hey, look where I went. I got to meet these people. They make, because we used it. We've been using it all year. The kids, they know, sure start, sure start. You know, let's fertilize. Uh, they know all of, you know, the ones that have been there, they're really getting to know it. And so it's so cool to kind of go back there and meet the people that are, you know, that are creating it and building it and selling it. And so I had a blast out there. I'm going to go back next week, and they don't even know it. All right. They don't even know it. I'm coming. <laughs> Get ready, Jim. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, Kevin, take us out. Well, for the health of your garden, folks, please consider gardening using organics. It's a great thing to consider. But you know what? I got to get back in my own garden and do some work as usual. Got to go harvest. So until next time, garden friends, happy gardening to you all. And please never stop growing. We'll see you next time, friends. And to any listeners that want to see the visual of this, we actually shot a YouTube video. So click the link in the episode description if you want to go on the video tour. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of Kevin Jordan or his guests. These gardening tips and suggestions may work for you, as well as those from alternative sources. When using any garden products or tools, read and follow all label directions. And learn how to save water while gardening at bewatersmart.info.